I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for over 200 years. And we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify him, crucify him. And it totally backfired when Jesus said, forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe that the deep state or shadow government is trying to destroy America and that soon those involved are going to be completely exposed as America unites to destroy the deep state. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that the worldwide news media simply repeats 4 a.m. talking points produced by this criminal cabal and that it will soon be exposed for the entire world to see. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that George Soros is funding violent socialist groups to destroy America. And it will totally backfire as America wakes up, unites, and takes their country back. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. That God has raised up an army of God, his remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that the patriots have legally established over 150,000 sealed indictments that will soon be unsealed. And we finally will see justice established with military tribunals. I believe that Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan and that his victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven so that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that Obama and Hillary were exercising a 16-year plan to destroy America. And the Lord God Almighty saved us by allowing Hillary to be defeated by an anointed Donald J. Trump. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the blessed to teach patriots. And let's see what God is doing today.
right, here we are on Sunday, April 16th, 2023. Uh, wow, amazing um, that we can be here and just listen to the, the word of the Lord as well as uh, learn from the word of the Lord as we listen to beautiful praise and worship music. That's what this is all about. It's called Word and Worship. We do this every Friday and Sunday, Friday at 5 p.m. CST, where Gus and I teach. I think you'll really enjoy that as well if you enjoy this here on Sunday morning. Um, what we really li like people to do is just kind of put away everything and just worship with us. It's, uh, we think that you really learn the word better when it's mixed with music and mixed with special word, worship and praise. So that's what this is all about. So everybody's saying that the sound is good on Facebook and on um, Rumble, that's good because the Zoom's having a little bit of an issue on a regular basis here. We're gonna to continue to work on that and get that perfect. It was working perfect a few weeks ago. Um, but I thank you guys for being there. I see Patsy's here. I see uh, Terry and Di and Lois and Annette. We really appreciate everybody being here. Um, many people internationally, I love how that happens as well. That's one reason we decided to do this is because our, our normal times of going on the Blessed Teach Show is Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. CST. And we do a lot of events afterwards. That's very, very uh, bad time for some people internationally. So we're hoping um, that this allows more people to really get introduced to what we're doing here. So with that, we are going to get started on some uh, beautiful music uh, here on Word and Worship. All right, and I just invite you all to worship with me. Um, we uh, have put a lot of effort in making sure we're attaching scriptures to songs. We're gonna be talking today about uh, Amanda Grace Prophecy, and we are gonna be digging into just a portion of that and then jump off to scripture of what it's alluding to and how it relates to today, obviously, and especially what's going on in Israel. So very important time for our country, for Israel, for the world and the spiritual battle that's going on is extremely obvious and so we're gonna start just worshiping right now with with a, with a beautiful song called our God and uh, tell you what we have a lot more songs we're adding to our repertoire here so I think you're gonna enjoy this as we move forward here these next, next few years um, this line we talk about four different scriptures or lyrics within lyrics within these, these songs it says our God is greater our God is stronger. Our God is higher than any other. And in Psalm 135.5 says, For I know that the Lord is great, and now our Lord is uh, our, and that our Lord is above all gods. Psalm 139 says, God is higher than anything and anyone, outshining everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare to God? That's in Psalms 139. And number two, the second lyric here in this in this beautiful song says if our God is for us then who can ever stop us what can stand against us obviously pointing to Romans 8 31 it says if God is for us who can be against us and I believe that's what he is for Israel right now and we'll be talking about that quite a bit today uh, number three is water you turned into wine open the eyes of the blind John 10 38 says even though you do not believe me believe the works this is Jesus talking believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. And then it also talks about there is no one like you, none like you. There's none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. That's Psalm 86, 
8. Let's just worship our God, get our hearts right for the teaching. Great. 
guys higher than anything and anyone outshining everyone you can see in the skies. Who can compare to God? Beautiful song. I'm going to have Annette read this next one. It's Everlasting Love. I know she loves this song. Um, and then if you can see that screen, can you read these scriptures? Go ahead, Annette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love to. You are my everlasting God. But the Lord is the true God, the living God, everlasting King, Jeremiah 10.10. 10. The Lord reigns forever and ever, Exodus 15.18. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being, mm -hmm. Ephesians. 316b being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy Colossians 1:11 our hope our strong deliverer and comforter in need trust in the Lord forever for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Isaiah 26, 4. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalm 147, 3. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Jeremiah 31, 3. Thank you. All the way from Sweden. Everlasting God, let's worship.
the Lord God is an everlasting rock. hearted and binds up their wounds. Everlasting love. Jeremiah 31. All right. Now we're going to get to some other songs in a bit, but I wanted to start out with a little bit of teaching here on uh, actually a word from Amanda Grace. And this will lead to several scriptures we'll get off to. I also want to inform people, those who don't, don't know anything about Noah, that's not the Noah of the Bible that God is warning us against. And so we'll be digging into this. This is a very long and, and detailed word that I've been uh, talked a little bit on Thursday. And we'll just take another portion of that. I put it into a document where I can blow up and it's, and it's larger. So in the middle of this word, it has this, uh, this long paragraph here that is very, very insightful. And it's about Israel. And we know that this is a spiritual battle right now that we're in against good versus evil. We've already talked about that. But let's read this in light of what God's saying about Israel today. You know, there's a bunch of riots going on or, or protests going on out there, I should say. It says, And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, there is an attempt in Israel and its brother America to break up and destroy the good roots I, the Lord, have put down. Leadership I, the Lord, have put in place and moving into place. There's an attempt by the prophets of the ancient destroyers to speak forth alluring words that are toxic in nature, like a mist upon the people. And those weak in the soul have ingested it and poisoning their systems. Now, I was talking about Benjamin Netanyahu here. And remember way back in 2018 when I started this, I really one part of my wake up was the Mark Taylor prophecies talking and one, and one the reason I mentioned that now not only who was correct in those written prophecies about the Trump becoming president he was also um, very 
it was very clear that those that that the Lord told told Mark that Netanyahu was chosen by him. Now he's taken out of office just like Trump was. I mean, he brought brought back in, right? I think you guys know that. So Amanda's prophetic word now starts to address Benjamin Netanyahu directly. It says, Benjamin, son of my right hand, you are about to get reinforcement, says the Lord. Continue to stand. Do not be moved by the threats from the crowd, by Noah, by Noah's right here, who are shooting arrows haphazardly in the dark, by demands that everyone should do what thou wilt. And I want to just stop right there for a second and jump into who that Noah is. There's a, there's a guy that many of the elites call a prophet named Yuval Noah Harari. It's important to understand who he is because he is, I believe, the false prophet of today that is, that is trying to lead us. And he's actually leading some of these protests. So I just want to show you a little bit just to make sure everybody understands. If you've watched Clay Clark's uh, Thrive Time show, you know this, but many people don't. Okay. So I'm going to play just a little two-minute clip of this guy. I'm going to skip probably part of it. But uh, him talking about putting surveillance under the skin, Jesus being raised from the dead is fake news, um, talking about um, we need to give up our liberties completely, uh, we're hackable humans, all this stuff. So let's listen to a little bit about this false prophet from Israel. He's from Israel, and he's leading a lot of these attacks on Netanyahu. Let's listen to the Yaval Noah Harari, who I believe is what, and if I come back to this just for a second, that he is um, exactly who they're talking about here in Amanda's prophetic word. And actually, I'm going to go to the larger text. Excuse me, let me grab that that, that larger text in this document. It says um, that he is an attempt by prophets of ancient destroyers to speak forth the learned words. I think he's talking that I think that a spirit, an old spirit of, of evil is speaking through this man. Okay, and so let's listen to a little bit about what he says. Ovid is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic, we need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. We now seeing mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. He can do that a couple more times now too. Now humans are developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. I know that in recent years, we saw populist politicians undermining deliberately the trust that people have in important institutions like universities, like respectable media outlets. So basically, we should be listening to respectable media outlets and, and the universities, right? So, uh, so, so we're, we're horrible, but he's, he's, he thinks he's, he wants surveillance under the skin. It's really scary when you continue to listen to this guy. 
populist politicians told people that, say, scientists are this small elite disconnected from the real people. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election, or whether in the supermarket this is my free will, that's over. That is, uh, yeah, Hashem comments, uh, this man is sick. That is right, this is no, Yuval Noah Harari, okay? And he's one, and he's actually leading a lot of this, or, or all, all these things against God's anointed, right? Just like we see Alan Braggs and all these, uh, the FBI doing raids on, on the anointed of Trump. Now we see this happen in Israel as well. So Yuval Noah Harari calls on civil servants and military to obey courts, not government. Well, that's just a big lie. And so basically, don't obey your government. He's trying to overthrow the government. And uh, it's, it, um, he, he uh, says, uh, addressing Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, Harari says, we know you are responsible for all that is happening. You are not an emissary. So he's basically just... just maligning the, 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 the anointed one uh, for, for the Lord. You are definitely not an angel. After 2,000 years, we still remember Pharaoh, and we will remember you. There will be no streets, squares, or airports named after you. Uh, nope, uh, that's a false statement in my opinion. But we will tell the story of the man who tried to enslave us and failed. So they're basically trying to say, just like they're trying to say, Trump's a dictator. Now they're trying to do that same thing to him. So this is this man who thinks we're hackable animals, who thinks Jesus is a fair, that is fake news, who, who thinks that it's very awesome that we're getting surveillance under the skin. This is the man we need to call down by the power and authority of Jesus' name. I'm going to do that right now. And, I'm, and Lord, I just lift up Israel right now. I lift up your anointed ones that you put into leadership. And we're going to study right now, Lord, about um, here after a few more songs, we're going to study... Korah and, and how he rebelled against Moses and what happened to him and what's going to be happening to Yuval Noah Harari and all these false prophets that are speaking out against you and your anointed Lord. We call down the cabal of globalist elites now by the mighty name of Jesus and all seven mountains of cultural influence and we usher in the remnant of the mighty remnant uh, that you will have take possession of the lands Lord. Thank you and we also call down and uh, the, the news media that he's talking about here and all these false prophets in the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and all these people trying to destroy America and destroy this world. They will not get to the re Great Reset, Lord. We're looking so forward to your great harvest instead. We say these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So keep praying this uh, down in a, in a big way because we, we we're going to need to do that. And we'll get into the rest of this in just a second after a few more songs as we just worship and, and I hope it opened up your mind to this rebellion that's in the spiritual war that's happening right now and we can go back and we can learn um, from from um, Korah and how his rebellion against Moses and Amanda's prophetic word mentions that next but let's uh, let's worship a little bit and talk about how powerful this God really is and the truth of this God who actually did raise Jesus from the dead. Um, this song is called Rattle. One, uh, the first lyric we've emphasized is, this is the sound of dry bones rattling, right out of Ezekiel 37. A beautiful story of how he used a true prophet 
Ezekiel, what did he do? And then Ezekiel prophesied us, and I prophesied there was a sound of beholding, rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. Literally, God raising bones to be an army, right? The second thing this talks about is praise, make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming out, I'm going to live again. As we get resurrection power from Jesus, right? John 11, 44 says, the man who had died came out, talking about Lazarus. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. And that's that resurrection power talked about in verse 3 here. Uh, there is another miracle here in this room. If you, as we get resurrection power, miracles can happen as we use the authority in Christ. Luke 24, 36 says, As they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace to you. Is that not cool? So he had resurrected and he's actually showing himself to all the disciples. Pentecostal file, stirring something new. You're not going to run out of miracles anytime soon. Because when the day of Pentecost arrived in Acts 2, suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind and divided tongues of fire rested on each of them. Let's celebrate the Pentecostal fire. Let's celebrate the resurrection power. Let's celebrate the miracles that God does. It's not fake news. It's a fake prophet from we have. Saturday was silent. Surely it was through. Since when has impossible ever stopped you? Friday's disappointment is Sunday's empty tomb. Since when has impossible ever stopped you? This is the sound of troubles rattling. This is the praise, make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming out, I'm gonna live, gonna live again. This is the sound of dry bones rattling.
he said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Oh, I just love that song because it just brings a life, Ezekiel 37. Beautiful teaching there too. We're going to talk about, bless the Lord, oh my soul. I worship your holy name. This song really settles down a little bit just to, just to think about who he is. In Psalm 103, he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. You are rich in love and slow to anger. Just think about some of his awesome attributes. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power, says Nahum 1.3. Your name is great. Jeremiah 10.6 says, There is none like you, O Lord. You are great. And your name is great in might. And he proved that. And that's what we're going to look at the story of Korah and his rebellion against Moses in there and what really happened there and how that applies to Noah Harari, Yuval Noah Harari. Sing like never before is the fourth one we're emphasizing. Oh, my soul, worship his holy name. In Psalm 30-4 says, Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. So worship with us. You can join us backstage here on Zoom, by the way. It's free now. It used to be $17.76 a month. Completely free now. We made everything free for the ministry. The show, the show notes. So you can go to blessedtoteach.com slash backstage. Blessed with the number two. Don't remember. It's the number two. Blessed with the number two. Teach.com slash backstage. We'd love to have you back here worshiping with us. Being part of this ministry. Do it four nights a week. Four days a week. Let's sing Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship His holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship Your Oh, 
Thank you, Lord, for these beautiful songs. The lyrics and scripture attached to them. It's uh, getting our hearts right to just study the Word of God here. I'm going to go back a little bit to Amanda's prophetic word here that you can find on Amanda Grace with the number four hymn blogspot.com. I pulled it into this Word document to make it bigger. So we just read the top part of this about Israel and Benjamin Netanyahu, but this then relates right to a biblical story that's very important. We already know that Noah Harari that we just showed you clips of wanting wanting surveillance under the skin, wanting hackable humans to be hacked, wanting saying that Jesus raising from the dead is fake news, saying that we are 
um, all going to be kind of kind of like gods, and, and, and basically as they go to as they move toward transhumanism, uh, this is this is all prophets of the ancient destroyers to speak forth alluring words, and they're trying to create a rebellion that we need to call down in Israel. In fact, Amanda and I and and Gus and Chris will all be there um, in the middle of June for two weeks, and so um, if it's not ended by then we will be calling it down there on that soil um, but what we see here is Benjamin son of my light right hand you are about to get reinforcements who knows who knew who knows maybe that's maybe that's a man <laughs> coming there on the on the land you're about to get reinforcements says the Lord continue to stand and do not be moved by the threats from the crowd by Noah by Noah's who are shooting arrows haphazardly in the dark by demands that everyone should do what they wilt for as Korah rose up against Moses in a rebellion, thinking he had a better way for the people, a better way than Almighty God, I laugh at the wicked and I laugh at the, these bodies of clay and dust who think they have a better way and that rebellion should and will be put down for they are advancing agendas before their time and I, the Lord, shall by force knock them out of the joint and blow them back into the dark caves they so chose to dwell in. Woo, is that a big warning for Noah Harari that we just talked about, right? And so with that, I'm gonna go into that teaching of that. It's Kor's Rebellion. In number 16, this is, it actually goes up through 16 and 17 if you wanna have the full story. I'm gonna focus on uh, chapter 16 right now. Um, something I think we all need to understand how when God's appointed leadership, right, we have got to be really careful um, not to go against that and not be, get into rebellion ourselves. I think it's one of the biggest lessons that, that we can have in this. It says, now, the, now, the, now Korah, the son of Ishar, son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and Dathan, and Abraham, the son of Eliab, and on the son, uh, and on the son of Peleth, sons of Reuben, took men, and they rose up before Moses with a number of people of Israel, 250 chiefs of the congregation, chosen from the assembly, well-known men. So these were very well-known people from the tribe of Levi. And if you look at that, uh, that is uh, it's really kind of sad when you think that this is this 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 his dad right here. That word. Kohath actually means obey, right? So they were obeying him. They were chosen as the of the tribe of Levi to actually serve um, all the other tribes, right? And uh, and had very important do duties of of of, of the of in, in the temple, and in this time it was obviously the mobile temple that was moving around, right? Um, the, the mobile tabernacle. And so, but you can see a massive rebellion of 250 very well-known men. So this is uh, doesn't matter um, how important you are. It's not like these re these rebellions a lot of times are very well-known men. Well, No Harari is a well-published author. He's pushed as the elites as a prophet. He's pushed up as this very well-known man. And they assembled themselves together against Moses and against Aaron and said to them, "You have gone too far. For all the congregation are holy." every one of them and the Lord is among them why then do you exalt yourself above the assembly of the Lord so this is real interesting you've gone too far for uh, everyone's holy so basically 
hey, it's not good enough that we're just Levi's servant in, in the temple. We, we want to be priests as well, right? We want, we want, you should, and, and you can't be over us anymore, any longer. And when Moses heard it, he fell on his face and he said to Korah and all his company, in the morning, the Lord will show you who is his and who is holy and will bring him near to him. The one whom he chose, he will bring near to him. Do this. Take censers, Korah and all his company, put fire in them and put incense on them before the Lord tomorrow. And the man whom the Lord chooses shall be holy one. You have gone too far, sons of Levi. So he basically says, you're the ones who went too far, right? And this is real interesting. If you just look at censers in general, these that, that burn the incense, right? Um, obviously, that there was a, it was a priestly duty that Aaron was doing. And Aaron and his sons were chosen as the priests. Levi's were serving the priest and the and, and the community, and so this is a complete rebellion against um, Aaron and the priesthood. And but you when you say, and so when they went and go get 250 censors, they probably were obviously weren't the ones that were being used by the priests. Um, so these people had either their homemade ones or. Or, or, or actually were, had one for their families uh, to, to burn incense to. But uh, this is basically what Noah's saying, bring your censers as if you are a priest. And we'll see who the real priest is. Two verses, it's almost like the time, it parallels Elijah, what we see later, right? When he's the one person against the 450 prophets of Baal. Here you have two people, you got Moses and Aaron against these 250 men, right? But they bring more later. That's what's really even, even more amazing. It says, and Moses said to Korah, "Here now, you sons of Levi, is it too small a thing for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to Himself, to do service in the tabernacle of the Lord, and to stand before the congregation to minister to them?" Very important. They were separated. They were blessed to be serving the Lord in this capacity. And that he has brought you near him and all you brothers, the sons of Levi with you. And would you seek the priesthood also? It's shocking. It's like saying I'm vice president and, I, and I, you know, I'm going to be like Lyndon B. Johnson and kill the president. Right? That's, this is what's happening right now. You have somebody that wants to be a more, have more. I'm in Congress and I want to be, I want to be a president. Therefore, it is against the Lord that you are you and all your company have gathered together. What is Aaron that you grumble against him? This is an attack directly on him. And Moses sent to call Dathan and Abraham, uh, the sons of Eliab. And they said, we will not come up. So they basically wouldn't even come up to talk to Moses face to face. They were just yelling from the back probably. We will not come up. Is it a small thing that you have brought us out of the land of flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness that you must also make yourself a prince over us? Moreover, you have not brought us out in the land of flowing of milk and honey, nor given us inheritance of fields and vineyards. You will put out the eyes of these men. We will not come up. So basically, which is amazing, they're the ones that rebelled and wouldn't go into the land, right? Jacob and Caleb wanted to go in. I'm sure Moses did as well. But the 10 other spies that were with them. And then all the people wanted to, they literally wanted to stone Caleb for saying, no, don't sin. We need to go into the promised land. That, that's what caused them to be back 40 years. So, so basically they're blaming Moses for what they did. 
And you think about that, it's exactly what they're doing to Trump, right? They're trying to, trying to take him out for things that they've done, document frauds as well as um, all, all, the, all the evil they've done. I mean, they've done way more than him as well, right? But that's what they're trying to do to Netanyahu as well, right? Benjamin Netanyahu, because he uh, is doing is the Lord's anointed. They know it. They need to try to take him out, just like uh, Trump is here. So they're going to try to take him out at all costs. And that's why Noah Harari is speaking out and trying to lead this rebellion against them. And Moses said to Korah, no, no, I'm sorry. Let me come back here. Moreover, you have not brought us into a land full, uh, land flowing of milk and honey, nor given us inheritance of the fields of vineyards. And then, so here it says, And Moses was very angry and said to the Lord, Do not respect their offering. I have not taken one donkey from them. It's unlike our government that takes massive amounts from us, right? To pay for the Federal Reserve and all these other things. He had not even taken a donkey from them, right? He was doing everything for free. And I have not harmed one of them. And Moses said to Korah, Be present, you and your, all your company before the Lord, you and they, and Aaron tomorrow. And let every one of you take his censer and put incense in it. And every one you bring before the Lord his censer. 250 censers. So he made it very clear. Everyone needs one. So if you basically want to be a priest, come. If you think you should be a priest as, as a Levi, and you're not even a son of Aaron, you're not even a descendant of Aaron, then bring your censer to the Lord as if you're a priest. You also, and Aaron, each his censer. So Eve, every man took his censer and put fire in them and laid incense on them and stood at the entrance of the tent of meeting with Moses and Aaron. So here are these two men. They're at the tent of meeting. They, they all, all 250 of them come up. Then Korash assembled all the congregation. This is not just the 250 now. This is everybody at the tent of meeting against them. So basically he's turned pretty much the entire camp against these two men. At the, uh, uh, they assembled all the congregation against them at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And the glory of the Lord appeared to all the congregation. So everybody saw this. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, separate yourself from among this congregation that I might consume them in a moment. Now, obviously, he must have said this out loud to, to, to where not only Moses could hear, because sometimes he just speaks to Moses and Moses hears, but obviously they heard it, because what does it say? And they fell on their faces and said, Oh God, the God of the Spirit of all flesh, shall one man sin, talking about Korah, and, you, and will you be angry with all the congregation? And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to the congregation, Get away from the dwelling of Korah, Dathan, and Abraham. Now, isn't that interesting? So good. The Lord had mercy here as they repented quickly, right? All these, all the rest of the congregation. Then Moses rose and went to Dathan and Abraham, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he spoke to the congregation, saying, Depart, please, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest you be swept away with all their sins. So they got away from the dwelling of Korah, Dathan, and Abraham. And Dathan, Abraham, came out and stood at the door of the tents together with their wives and sons and their little ones. And Moses said, Hereby you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do these works and that I have not been of my own accord. 
and it has not been on my own accord. If these men die as all men die, or if they are visited by the fate of all mankind when the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord creates something new and the ground opens its mouth and swallows them up with all that belongs to them and they go down alive into Sheol, then you shall know that these men have despised the Lord. As soon as he had finished speaking, all these words, the ground under them split apart and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up and the household and all the people who belonged to Kor and all their goods. So they, all that belonged to them, went down alive in Sheol and the earth closed over them and they perished from the midst of the assembly and all Israel were around them fled at their cry for they said, lest the earth swallow us up and the fire came out on the, from the Lord and consumed the 250 men offering the incense. That is chapter 16, 17 shows how they actually used all that gold from the censers to actually make a covering for the altar. Um, didn't even mention what they did with the 250 bodies. Point is the rebellion of Korah spread to the 250 men and many others. We also see that they were the, 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 the congregation in chapter 17 was actually against um, what was grumbling against these Noah and Aaron even after all this happened and the Lord set a plague on them and Aaron had to actually go in there and and uh, and actually make amends for them and ask and, and ask for forgiveness of them and be a be it be, be a intercessor for them right and 14,700 other people died and so this is this is a disaster when rebellion comes within the camp right and you can see that happening now but God uses this example in this when he's talking to uh, Amanda in this prophetic word that this that, that rose up against Moses in a rebellion thinking he had a better way for the people just like Korah did, right? So that's what Noah Harari is doing right now to the people of Israel. Hopefully the people of Israel will turn to the real Lord and reject this rebellion. That's what he's looking to do. And he's basically telling us that is going to happen. And that is quite exciting. This also continues in, in, in 17, also talking a lot about they, the next time, just to confirm everything, God told Moses to go get a staff from each of the heads of each of the tribes, all 12 of them, including Aaron and and uh, the Lord literally overnight budded a, a, a buds and flowers came off of Aaron's staff and what's amazing about that story to me that just so it's confirmed their Aaronic priesthood it confirmed Aaron was the the, the priest and his descendants and so the, nobody should ever rebel against it and all those those uh, that gold that was panned out and put as a covering for the altar actually actually was a reminder to the Israelis as they were moving through that don't rebel against God's anointed right that's a dangerous place to be and I, and I say that same thing to all these people that are trying to do this against uh, against the prophets right now I see this guy out there putting videos together very dishonest videos on Julie Green and Robin Bullock and they cut off a sentence right in the middle of the sentence and make try to make the prophecy say something it did not. And I'll just give you one quick example. 
is where the Lord said, um, my son will not be indicted, comma, not the way they want it to go. Clearly saying he's probably going to get indicted, but it's not going to go the way it'll go, right? They cut off the second part of the sentence, play it like four times, and act like it's a false prophecy. That's accusing the brethren. That's coming against the Lord's anointed. That's a dangerous place to be. This is the time to unite. This is the time to focus on the cabal. Focus on the false prophet of Yaval, Nahor, Harari. Not the true prophets that are warning us and leading us correctly. That's a dangerous place to be. And hopefully this story of Korah, that this word will get out to those attacking the prophets right now. That's an extremely dangerous place to be. Accusing the brethren versus focusing on the people like Yuval Noah Harari and calling them down. That's who we should have our weapons pointed at. This globalist elite cabal is rebelling, as, 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 a, as Amanda would have said here. Um, I'm not Amanda, but what the Lord told Amanda here is, is that, that, that these were prophets of ancient destroyers speaking alluring words. Focus on those people. That's where we need to be focusing right now. Um, but this is a beautiful story. One of the most amazing things that this ends with um, is it a confirmed Aaronic priesthood, right? And in the Ark of the Covenant, when we find that one day, I hope, I hope it's within our lifetime, it'd be so cool. The inside that, there's only three things in there, right? There's the Ten Commandments, there's manna, and the manna's probably preserved, just like, as you know, it would turn spoiled after each, if somebody tried to save it on a Monday to Tuesday or Tuesday to Wednesday. But it miraculously was preserved if you picked it on a on Saturday morning and it would all be perfect for Sunday, right? So he could, he's going to preserve that, and I believe we'll actually see the manna in the Ark of Covenant. It's there. The manna's in the Ark of Covenant. The Ten Commandments are in the, on, the, uh, on there. And guess what else is there? The rod of Moses. I mean, the rod of Aaron. The rod of Aaron's in there as well, just as three examples of showing how amazing God is. And so that's what we should be doing, uniting, worshiping, supporting Trump, supporting Netanyahu, understanding who God's anointed is. And we need the prophets for that, so stop attacking the prophets. And let's get together and use our authority in Christ to call down this elite globalist cabal and unify around our women and women of God. And with that, we're going to start just praising this almighty God who is holy. And we need to be careful not to, not to offend him. And this is a, I don't know if Di wouldn't mind reading this. This is holy as the Lord talks just about that. Di, are you available? Hmm. I see her looking around, so <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I'm here, sorry. No problem. I kind of ended that quickly, so <laughs> go ahead, Doc. It's the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with his glory. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Isaiah 6, 3b. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Revelations 4. Verse 8b. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. How great, how awesome is he. And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8, verse 10b. For the Lord Most High is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. Psalms 47, verse 2. And together we sing, 
everyone sing. I sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Psalms 96. Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Ephesians 5, verse 19. Thank you, Di, all the way from England. We've got Sweden reading, England reading. And right now we're just going to pray for this Lord God Almighty. Pray for that unity. Pray that we will call down this global cabal and focus together where our guns are pointing in the right direction. We stand and lift up our hands For the joy of the Lord is our strength We bow down and worship Him now How great, how awesome is He And together we
talked so much about how if you really believe you need to be doing more for God you just need to be humble and say I'm clay use me as a you're the potter Lord right sometimes when we go through rough times we just don't understand that his grace is enough he's got big plans for us he'll use us but we need to know his grace is enough In Corinthians 12 9 it says my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in your weakness God can really use you when you're down and out and the second lyric in this song says, Great is your faithfulness. You lead us by still waters. He's faithful. You can trust him, right? Lamentations 3.23 says, His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Psalm 23.2 says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He lies me beside still waters. You can trust the Lord. Remember your people. Remember your promise. And Psalm 119, it says, Remember your promise to me is my only hope. Your promises revives me. It comforts me in all my troubles. When you're going through hard times, this is a beautiful song to sing. Great is your love and justice, God. Psalm 57 says, For great is your love reaching to the heavens and faithfulness reaches to the skies. And Isaiah 30, 18 says, For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for him. We're waiting for justice. It's coming, the Lion of Judah. And great is his faithfulness. He's going to take care of you.
song. I wanted to open it up a little bit to the backstagers to see if they had any thoughts on No Harari or um, thoughts about this rebellion in Israel or thoughts about what we, we just taught on um, the, the Korah in Numbers 16. be uh, wonderful to have anybody that has any discussion or, an, or questions about uh, that. Um, it's kind of a cool thing that we like to do at the end of Word and Worship. And we did it Friday night where Gus and I teach and we played a, a clip from the chosen and we worship to this beautiful some different music none of the same songs we played today that's a beautiful thing and we got a bunch more coming um, but we, before we get to another worship song to wrap it up wanted to see if anybody had any thoughts on Cora or Noah Harari um, is that not offending guys what do you guys think <laughs> what Noah Harari's trying to say about being hackable Jesus is fake news um, surveillance under the He's stunts. more than offensive. Yeah. He's he's the epitome of the Antichrist. Yeah. He's everything that is wrong with the yes. cabal and what's going on in the world right now. He's yeah. an abomina abomination to mm. us. Yeah. To God. He's evil. Uh, Rick, I... <laughs> he's more than offensive. Yeah. <laughs> He's more than evil. Yeah, some somebody's got the rumble yeah, going on in the background. It's horrible. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's Charlotte or it's Teresa that has rumble going on in the background, but you have to turn off rumble if you're gonna talk on Zoom. Just FYI, I'd love for you to unmute. Go ahead. And Teresa, like you said, he is evil. And uh, if you want to unmute again, Charlotte, I would love to hear what your thoughts were on this as well. Yeah. Um, but it's so important. I think this is why the story of Korah is in the Bible, obviously. It wants to show us when God's ordained something and then a bunch of people try to, or this one person, Korah, and he talks so many others into doing things differently than what God's doing it, right? God's chosen Trump. He's chosen Netanyahu. And you have these evil cabals, call us, just being rebelling against him, right? <laughs> Any thoughts on that, Charlotte? Because I, I muted you, so I don't know if uh, you could unmute or not <laughs> with that rumble going on. I'm not sure if that was you. 
but uh, who else? Who else? Any any thoughts on um, you know the other thing that really just upset me when I saw that um, the the actual person saying Jew is a false prophet because he said Trump would be indicted. When you read when you read the context of that, it does not say that. It says. Uh, basically, it's going to be a false type of indictment. Yeah, the, I don't uh, think it's. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you can hear me. Yes, uh -huh, now I can. Yeah, Charlotte. So, for unfortunately, you've got uh, Rumble or Facebook going on behind the scenes, so it's like thirty seconds behind. <laughs> so, so you got to put Zoom volume up and and uh, Rumble volume down, is the way that that may go. Go ahead, Lois. I want to tell you, Rick, as you were talking about him, what I saw. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I saw him standing in, in a meadow. It wasn't a desert, but I saw him in a meadow. Mm -hmm. And his head was open, and birds, blackbirds, were coming and pecking at his brain. Wow. And then his entire body broke in two, split all the way from his head down to his feet and a demon emerged looking a lot like a dragon but not like a dragon it was different than a dragon wow that's the closest thing that i can think of to describe what i saw and the lord reached down and said my children my children listen to my words listen to my words as i speak to you go back Go back to your roots, go back to your prophets, go back to the word and listen to my words and learn my words for masses are coming. Masses are coming to your blessed to teach ministry. Are you prepared? Are you ready? For the masses will come and you will see many blessings in my name, my sons and daughters. You will see many blessings and miracles and I will lay a mantle of protection around you. I will encompass you in a cocoon of protection, says the Lord. This will come, and it will come as a mighty wind. And you will feel, and you will see, and you will know that I am God. I am the Lord Almighty, for I have the control. And I will destroy this evil cabal, and you will watch, and you will see as the rising of my children and my sons and daughters who have been prophesied in your world will come to pass. And it will be a glory day. And the glory of my words and my blessings will fill Bless to Teach Ministry. And you will see the shining. You will see the sun shine and you will see the glory rise. For I, the Lord, am with you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Go now, my sons and daughters, and be blessed, and know that you have the power. You have the strength, and you have my promise of blessings for your ministry. In mm. Jesus' name. Wow. What? Oh, that makes me shake. Oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that was coming. Wow, amen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Oh my God. I'm just shaking. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how humbling is that? 
We just uh, it is humbling. It's extremely humbling. Yeah. I didn't know that was coming. I was just going to share what I thought. Right. Oh my goodness! I got to go off camera. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. <laughs> I, um, wow, guys, this is this is what we prayed for for this ministry is that it will be a place for people to come to and just be able to worship the Lord and uh, get close to Him as you praise and worship. And then what we do on Mondays and Thursdays is we combine that with with, with huge um, praise reports or people sharing what God doing in their life. And then also we pray for you. Um, and these prayer warriors are incredible. Uh, Lois being one of them that just, just spoke. Um, and then we have uh, Annette from Sweden. You see Di from England on here. You see Pam and Charlotte and Teresa. Just, just so many powerful, powerful people backstage. We want you to join us, it's free. We've changed the model to be completely free. For years, it was 1776 to be part of Backstage. And there's a lot of members that are paying forward, if you will, just like the, it's like the Chosen, so that you now can have that for free. So we've moved it completely free. You can just create your account. You can come back here to Zoom, pray with us. Um, just You can be off camera or on camera if you'd like and praise with us. We do, and then the Word and Worship we do on Friday and on Sunday. But uh, boy, that's a beautiful word. Anybody else have any thoughts on Lois's word or any other thing? Beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, that was beautiful. What an encouragement. Wow. Yeah, it's a huge encouragement to know um, just what we talked about is that we have the power and authority in Jesus' name, right? That's the believer's authority. Yes. Kenneth Hagin has a book called The Believer's Authority. I highly recommend. I know Julie gives up. Uh, I'm thinking Julie, Julie believes in... Uh, um, um, as well as Amanda, I think Amanda gives, a, I think, free copies of it if you write into her. But to understand your believer's authority, to understand your authority that you have in Christ yes. is something that I teach as well because it's vital. That's how we're fighting a spiritual battle, right? And we're the remnant yes, back here backstage. You want to be part of the remnant, come back here. Just go to blessedteach.com, blessed with the number two teach.com. Come backstage, become part of this ministry that I believe uh, God's going to do something amazing. With. We're the clay. We submit this ministry as 100% clay to Him. And he's the and he's yes. the potter, and he's making us into a ministry I had never expected. Right? I didn't. Even, I I was a businessman. I was a businessman doing a, a news show, um, and had no idea that he was going to lead us all the way to doing this beautiful uh, worship and being able to do praise and prayer and word and worship and inter in interviewing these awesome patriots and be, actually being personally know Julie Green and and uh, Amanda Grace and. Clay Clark and all these people. It's just such a beautiful experience. And you can be backstage doing Q&A and being on Zoom with those people, right? Um, it's just beautiful. Donna Clement has been on the show and we go backstage with her. Uh, beautiful times. I want, want to just invite you to make sure you go to blessedteach.com. Create your free account. Come and explore Zoom. Plus, we have a lot of events outside of the nightly events or this morning event here. Um, we really invite like you to join. Um, with that, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with one last song, and I tell you what, guys, I just uh, it's it's been just so fun and to be able to just minister um, to, to to myself. It's, That's where the blessed teach term came from. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Go go ahead, Teresa. Excuse me. Go, go ahead, Teresa. Um, I just wanted to. Uh, I heard a word for Lois. Ah. The Lord said he were he was well pleased with her, and thank you for speaking out His word. Ah, awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs>
beautiful. Thank you, Lois. I think it's the first time Lois has actually, she's talked about visions out loud, but that's the first time I think we've actually heard God speak through her. Well, he said he was well pleased with her, and he wasn't going to let me not say it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Teresa. Thank you. Yeah. It's really shaky when that happened. I did not know that was coming. I did not know that was coming. I can understand how Amanda Grace feels many times. Mm -hmm. That's not, it's new for me, something different for me. So thank yeah. you for your words, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. And by the way, we have, there's over, I think, 54 or something um, little one words that Lois has gotten that basically guiding this ministry um, as one of the many voices of just a bunch of great prayer warriors, great, the um, this people of God, the remnant is back here, right? That's why I just really, if you really want to be part of an on-fire ministry, we pray the Holy Spirit fire falls down on each one of us and that we're able to just be the clay that uh, God needs us to be to be able to do what he wants us to do, right? He talks, about, he talks about yoking his people and then he gives you great power and you see great things. You know, we talk about in our weaknesses, his strength that we just sung about, right? It's a beautiful time to just allow him to take the reins, allow, submit to him fully, that, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart proverbs 3 5 and 6 it says and lean not on your own understanding but submit all your ways to him and he will make your path straight you want to make your path straight come into this ministry submit yourself to god it's going to be beautiful and this is what we do even when we, even when things look bad what are we supposed to do well we're just supposed to raise a hallelujah that's what we're supposed to do <laughs> and this is a song that basically just says that and a lot of people don't understand what that word hallelujah means. It's a compound word. Hallelujah means a joyous praise in song. And Jah refers to Yahweh, God. So you put it together and say, we joyfully praise God in song. So when we raise a hallelujah, we say, we, say we, we joyfully praise God in song. Psalm 95, 1 talks about that. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. And the second verse that this song talks about is in the presence of our enemies, right? Right, Psalm 23, 5, where he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Right in front of the global elite right now, I believe he's doing that. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And what if it's our weapon that we're using? It's a melody. It's like in two chronicles. They put the praise band in front of the army. And he pointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord sent an ambush against the men who had come against Judah. So they were routed and they helped destroy one another. That's what this cabal is going to do. This global cabal, as we pray in the authority of Christ, they're going to destroy one another. They can confuse when we praise. Heaven comes to fight for me. You shall not fear them. For it is the Lord your God who fights for you. You want the Lord to fight for you? Praise Him. Worship Him. Come and join us. Let's raise a hallelujah. I raise a hallelujah In the presence of my enemies I raise a hallelujah Hallelujah, my weapon is
love these songs. <laughs> it's such a pleasure to be able to do these. Yeah. These. Um, just wanted to invite you guys again to come backstage and uh, be part of the ministry. Again, uh, there's so much more. Every, even if you can't be here live, everything's recorded. Um, you've got the Searchy Prophetic um, engine that looks at the videos of Julie and Amanda and other prophets, and it will bring you to the minute and second of the term you're looking for. Um, it's a beautiful tool as well as obviously word and worship on Fridays and Sundays here and then praise and prayer on Mondays and Thursdays and then talking to the great patriot guests, many of who are prophets. Timothy Dixon's coming on Tuesday, by the way. So get your backstage fast. You could be on Zoom backstage with Timothy Dixon as an example. Um, Juan Savin as well will be coming on on Wednesday. Uh, these are just people that understand the biblical word. They, they love the Lord. Um, Pam, go ahead. What's, what do you have on your mind? Um, I have a friend that's going to have ankle surgery on Wednesday, and uh, she needs prayer. She's one of those people that has to work three jobs to make sure everything's paid for and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be hard on her not working for, I don't know how long, 10 weeks or something. Um, so, you know, just prayers for her to make sure she's financially able and and personally able to handle not doing 20 million things. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And, and that just reminds me, guys, we do have a, and, a written prayer request wall, by the way. That um, you can do. So if you if we don't get to you on Mondays and Thursdays when we do our prayers, um, make sure you get that those requests on the prayer wall. And all these patriots back here, all these beautiful people on neighborhood.social. That's where we congregate. It's neighborhood.social, a free platform, another free thing that the ministry does. And um, you. I also could... have a praise. Okay, you got a praise as well. Yes, my daughter uh, got into the uh, neighborhood. And she went on uh, Courts of Heaven on Friday with me, and she had a really awesome experience. Awesome. And uh, I just wanted to say that I, I really appreciated that she did that, and she got what she got out of it. And um, it was just really an awesome time. And I I, wow. I just want to praise God because I've been praying for her. So. <laughs> That's awesome. So what was your friend friend name's Pam? Maybe maybe Teresa can lift lift that up if you don't mind, Teresa. Yes. My friend's name is Shelly. Shelly. Okay. Teresa, do you mind uh, lifting that up and lifting sure. Shelly up before we leave here? Sure. Father God, we thank you for Miss Shelly. And we thank you that you're going to heal her ankle and fix her ankle. And maybe it won't take so long to heal. But God, I just ask you to make provision for everything that she needs. For her healing from the top of her head to the sole of her feet, for her living situation that, because she works so many jobs, God, make provision for her. Help her to work it out with different people so that she won't struggle. And Father, set your angels charge round about her and keep her safe. Give her doctors wisdom and knowledge on exactly what to do for her ankle to make it heal as quickly as possible. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Amen. So, as uh, Pam talked about, we have neighborhood.social, which is uh, what we call the Christian Impactor platform. 
So if you want to, be, again, it's part of where the ministry kind of uh, congregates where you can also get on other Zooms during the week of like Courts of Heaven that they mentioned on Fridays at 3 o'clock. And there's so many others nearly every day of the week. You can be in a Zoom with other with other believers. It looks like that Teresa's got some of her, her children there that she's ministering to. I love it. Um, but we have people also internationally. This is, we have, just today we had uh, um, reading scriptures off uh, of, of the songs was uh, from Sweden, Annette from Sweden. We had Di from England. We just welcome the international people on and into the ministry as well. And uh, again, that's neighbor.social. If you want the written prayer request, you would go to the written prayer request group. Okay, there's different groups. There's all kinds of groups that are prayer, Zoom, and support groups, but there's also a written prayer support group, and there's also this backstage ministry group, right, where we have we can do everything you can do in Facebook. You can chat with each other. You can create uh, group chats. You can obviously share information with each other. It's a great place to congregate, and it's where we share the Zoom calls and get together and support each other. So be part of this ministry. Just, again, it's completely free, free show, free neighborhood, dot social neighborhood dot social right free show notes We've got free backstage and that is at blessedteach.com bless with the number two teach.com and then hit the backstage tab god bless you guys so much i'm going to pray us out and say oops oops <laughs> so sorry that's okay that's okay um uh, teresa's got this minister to some kids that was a prophetic word from actually um i think it was uh, Mary Crowley, right? And, uh, and all of a sudden, boom! <laughs> Everything just started happening for Teresa. Um, Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for the Word of God. Thank you for the story of Korah. Thank you for the Word of God that you're speaking through the prophets as well, Lord. And thank you for that word with Amanda Grace showing that Noah Harari and this whole rebellion against Netanyahu is going down. Lord, we call that down by the power and name of Jesus, the name above all names, and his shed blood for us. By the power of his blood, by the power of his name, we call down all the globalist elites that are trying to destroy the United States, that are trying to destroy this and take liberties away from all countries across the world. Lord, we call for them to be exposed by the mighty name of Jesus. Expose every one of them. Expose the fake news media as well, Lord. We ask for that the stench in your nostrils of the lies. It start be, start start uh, truth starts coming into your media, Lord. Tie their tongues. Allow them to not say what they need to, what they're trying to say. Expose this movie that's playing out before us with the Biden. Allow us to have a country back, Lord. We want our country back. Thank you, Lord. And we we, we ask for the, the, the land of the eagle to arise that can be a beacon of light to the many other countries. We do. We pray for the rest of the world of Canada and Australia and Sweden and Finland and South Africa and England, Lord. We pray for the restoration of all these countries. Your spirit runs around all there. And we look for the great harvest to happen across the entire world in every country. As the news media stations, tongues get tied and truth starts coming back. And the scales get removed from our family and friends as we unite together. The best is yet to come, Lord, you've told us. And we're looking so forward to be participating in your great exodus and your great harvest. Lord, and I pray specifically for everyone that's listening to my voice right now. Will you bless them? Bless their families and their friends and bring unity back into those relationships. Bond. Allow them to bond with broken relationships. Lord, Allow them to be able to understand how to use their authority in Christ to pray for their friends and family. Allow them to be able to use that authority in Christ to call down the evil that's happening right now and bring in the remnant, bring in the beautiful future that we have before us. 
We love you, Lord. And we say these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. We can't wait to spend next time with you in Monday night praise and prayer. It's the next time we'll have this beautiful music playing um, as well as on Thursday. And then again, Friday and Sunday, you'll have word and worship. Love you guys. We'll talk to you all soon. If I ever all the all the um, backstagers won't mind unmuting and saying goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Thank you, Rick. Bye, everybody. Love you all. Shalom, shalom. Shalom. Love you all. Good to the spirit is next. Yeah. All right. That's right. God bless. Go 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 to, go, <laughs> go to neighborhood.social and you can find the Zoom link to, to, to that right now. God bless you all. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys.